0: Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Um, We are back for our weekly scripture passages starting today. It's the 20th of April, and I'm sitting here via Zoom with Travis Vrujink. Hello, everyone. Hey, Travis. Thanks for joining me this week. So Travis is going to be my guest all week, and we're going to be reading today's scripture passage. if you're unfamiliar with this podcast, what we do is we'll just read the scripture passage and then we'll just ask each other, what's one thing you're noticing about the scripture passage? And we're going to be just curious about what God is saying in this passage to us, to our church, to, for our discipleship, for our mission. And um, hopefully you have a chance to enter in with your own questions and comments and um, wonderings Um, So hopefully as we read these scriptures, you are invited into a conversation where you can begin to wonder what God's saying to you about these things. So, um, Travis, let's just kick off with uh, our first reading of the week. This is um, Acts 2, verse 14a, and then it skips to 36-41. through Would you mind reading that for us?
1: Not at all. All right, uh, starting at verse 14. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises for you, for your children, and for all who all are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them saying, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So, those those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added.
0: Thanks, Travis. So, you had a chance to kind of get these scripture passages ahead of time, but it's different sometimes reading things in the moment. You know, we're always in kind of an ever moving stream. But I'm curious, what is standing out to you about this passage as we're
1: reading it? Um, what stood out and stood out when I read it initially too, is just the, um, that Peter with his, um, with his calling, his invitation here that he caused people to be cut to the heart. Um, and there was an immediate reaction of, of people saying, what do we do? Help us. You know, what, mm. what's the next step, which, um, I like that it was just, um, Peter's words certainly landed on fertile soil.
0: Mm. Yeah, your fertile soil. You're talking about the parable of the sower there, where sometimes yeah. the word hits the hard path. Sometimes it gets choked out by weeds. Um, sometimes it, you know, gets scorched in the sun. But other times, it hits really soft soil and it actually grows. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? You're seeing in here is like the word yeah. is actually taking
1: root. Yes. Yeah. It was just um, people were very receptive um, and and ready to hear um what Peter had to say and ready for the spirit to um to be poured out um because obviously with if they uh, you know they did repent and baptize obviously 3000 people were added um and by Peter's promise too that they would receive the gift of the holy spirit from um from that being receptive to mm-hmm. you know to God's spirit to God's word through spoken through Peter
0: yeah the the fact that they want to respond Yes. is A sign that the gospel has actually hit them. Yep. And it's a good, it's a good check for me. And for us, when we read God's word, when we're when we hear from God, um, is our response to say, well, what should I do about this? Or is it just, oh, that was really interesting. Or I love that. Or, you know, what I mean, like, does it actually change our behavior? Does it change our habits? Does it change our prayers? Does it change our relationships? Or does it? Is it just simply nice things to know about God or about ourselves? I certainly think that it's important that Scripture hits us, a, you know, in terms of like being something interesting or we learn new things. But um, I love that in this passage they're actually saying, "What should we do about this?"
1: I, I find as we're talking about it too, it's just um, it's a direct relation to um the vp's dna of you know what is god saying and what am i going to do about it um and there's i think i gloss over a lot of times the the what is god saying and in the sense of is my heart is my heart ready to hear what god's saying too um am i distracted am i thinking about other things am i or sometimes is my because of life events or whatever. Is my heart hard or just not receptive at that moment? And that uh, first piece is is really important of um, what is God saying. And then obviously these folks did a really good job of, you know, being cut to the heart. Um, so that second piece became um, really just a natural response because they had mm-hmm. heard from God.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing I don't want to lose. so. I think this is all really, really important for our discipleship because we ought to be cut to the heart. You know, we ought to be convicted by God's word. We ought to be convicted by God. Um, but then, what what is Peter's response? He says, Repent, which we've taught, we talk about at a Victory Point, re- repent and believe, you know, like mm-hmm. change your mind and then change your actions. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The things that Peter calls them to do. I mean, in other places, you know, like John the Baptist say, be baptized and then go share with other people. Go love your neighbor and all that stuff. That's all really good. But right here, the response that Peter gives them is be baptized. Not even like baptize yourselves or you will be baptized as in it's something you receive. And then Mm -hmm. it says, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you know, have your, uh, so that your sins may be forgiven it's inviting them into god's activity do you know what i mean like i think there's there's still a temptation to think well it's up it's up to me you know it's my action that's important and our actions are important but then the actions he's calling us into are actions where we submit ourselves to god's action does that make sense like yeah i think that it's really like I've been trying to learn how to look at scripture passages and not just look at what people are doing, but what is God doing in the midst of the scripture passage. And it seems like God is baptizing. God is forgiving. God is giving the gift of the Holy spirit and God is expanding his promise, not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles, you know, maybe who are gathered there too. Um, it's your promise is for you, your children, all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord God calls to him. Um, It seems like God is expanding his promise there. And um, it's something that the people are receiving, not just doing or accomplishing.
1: Is that uh, verse 39 that you just mentioned there? Is that also, I I hear um, echoes of the first covenant of where um, God said it's for, you know, it's for you and the generations after you of of those who love and follow my commandments. Yeah. Um, You're talking
0: about like Abraham.
1: Yeah, um, just that, again, the first covenant of, of you know, of circumcision, really, and just seeing in 39 there where it's, um, I think even in, in the gospel, it talks about, you know, being circumcised in the spirit as opposed to in the flesh. And just kind of, I guess I didn't pick up on that the first time, except for as you kind of expanded that there. Um, saw in 39 that that kind of has echoes of really the first covenant that God made with the Israelites. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And what people are called to do is to repent, repent to turn their ways and then let God be active in their lives. And that's, yes, that's the expansion of God's covenant from Abraham into the rest of the world through the disciples, which is so cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: So for me, what I'm hearing this passage is um, that, like you said, the word God's word, Ought to cut us to the heart and provoke us to response yeah and and what we're called to respond to is to per, to participate with God's activity in our lives, to let mm-hmm. God do something to us um to let God do something in us and through us um and in that way God's promises come to us and through us to all those who God calls to him I don't know that's why I hear in this passage it's, that gets me really excited for. The rest of the week's readings anything else you want to um add that you saw in here or that uh, any other questions or things that trouble you or anything you want to add to the discussion before we kick out no i
1: think um yeah there's there's a lot here but it's also um very, i think very doable that's it's something we can emulate in our lives day to day and week to week
0: absolutely cool thanks travis all right everyone we will see you tomorrow Um, We're going to be talking about uh, Psalm 116. We'll read that and reflect on it and hopefully pick up on some of these themes tomorrow. So see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.